Recount Thursday is sponsored by Arena Eats. Log on to the website, arenaeats.app, that's arenaeats.app, for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Oh, it's live, Hal. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Everybody three count. One, two, three. One, two, Or maybe The Rock has got to beat Triple H himself, which means uh, he's got to beat the game uh, in the middle of the ring. Uh, and he has a $2 s for a wife. Uh. You're too damn selfish, and that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg, and that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! oh, wow. Well, you can take that brass ring and shove it up your ass. Happy Sunday, Three Count fans. We are live here, and uh, we're trying something a little bit different on a Sunday afternoon. If you're with us, we uh, we hope you are having a uh, great Sunday. Scotty and uh, the Ringsiders are with us. Hello from Nevada. Hello, Scotty. Uh, says we're still better than Bruce Pritchard, man. We appreciate that. We always appreciate the love here uh, on Three Count Thursday. We're going to do a watch-along today, so we're going to give you some time to uh to get set up with your wwe network head to the survivor series 1987 and then go to the timestamp two hours seven minutes and 52 seconds that's where we will start here uh in just a little bit um as we uh as we are live and and i think i don't know if we're seeing I'm just che- I'm checking my uh, my feed on my phone, and our uh, cover image didn't disappear. Let's see. Let me try slide. It did for me. I'm watching on Facebook. Oh, did it? Okay. Yep. Huh. I see all of us. Strange. My uh, maybe my phone's just acting up. Uh, why the heck not? Why wouldn't technology be uh, a fun pain in the butt? Um, but uh, yeah, head to Survivor Series 1987, and head to the uh, the timestamp two hours seven minutes fifty two seconds. We're gonna. We'll talk about a few other things here as uh, as everybody gets it. Oh yeah, there it goes. I don't know why it wasn't uh, updating on my on my uh, actual uh, Facebook app. Um, but uh, Tim, you were unable to join us uh, this past Thursday. Uh, I believe you you got the the PS Five. You're all set up. You're rolling on the uh, on the PS Five. Are you are you liking it? Are you happy with your? Oh, that's part. I'm part-y. very happy with my birthday present. I didn't even have to buy it. Somebody else bought it for me. Hello. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. Uh, it's nice. 
Um, I'm worried about all the bugs that I've heard have been rolling out about it. I thought that I had one of them, uh, oddly enough, with the Spider-Man game. Okay. Um, but uh, found out that actually some versions of the disc version of the game came with a factory smudge on the disc. So I had huh. the, I had pulled it out of the pulled it out of the case and then it had a smudge on the ring or on like the outside edge. I just had to clean up and then it downloaded and everything was fine. Hey, well, Very good. I, that's good. Very good. Uh, Ryan, how how are we doing? I hate this? a smudgy ring. <laughs> good, good. My ring's smudged too. Is it? How are your eagles? Are they yeah. still? Yeah. Not uh, good. It is eleven to fourteen right now. The Eagles scored a touchdown, and why the fuck wouldn't they go for two? Because that's all they ever do. Uh, but they converted this time, so I'm not upset. Okay. Oh, I figured out why uh, I, I clicked the wrong video feed. I clicked Thursday night's broadcast and not today's live feed. So, you know uh, what, Jim, that'll do it. That'll do that'll it. Do it. <laughs> that'll do it. So, yeah, there it is. There it's working fine. Mark, how are we doing today? Good. I'm real good. It's Sunday fun day. I'm uh, ready to watch some Survivor Series with you guys. It's going to be great. Now, real good. truth be told, I don't know if I have ever actually watched the match that we are watching today for the watch along. This is Team Andre versus Team Hogan, the main event of the very first uh, Survivor Series. So if you if you have it paused, we're not going to start just yet. Uh, two hours, seven minutes, 52 seconds. Um, you'll see uh, Andre's big head, Rick Rude's mullet and Bobby Bre- Bobby the Brain Heenan's face. Uh, in the uh, in the foreground um, on the pause there and, and if, if you can't stick with us if you're with us here in the live as we're live or, or if you're catching this after the fact don't worry this will be up on uh, stay up on Facebook it'll be up on our YouTube and it will be the audio of which will be in our uh, podcast feed uh, in, in just a little bit after we go off the air so you'll be able to catch this at any time um, but Tim you weren't with us Thursday and and we, right. we touched a little bit on uh, the, the passing of Alex Trebek, uh, we, we found out last Sunday that he had passed away. Now, I had, I had seen a tweet from you uh, during the week that you wanted to talk about Alex Trebek. Uh, so so while people are, are filtering in and, and getting to the, the time stamp, I, I figured I'd, I'd we, we, we'd, we'd talk about a little bit with you here because, um, you know, for me, and I, I've, I've watched – I think four out of the five episodes of Jeopardy that aired this past week. And like, it's like therapeutic and sad at the, at the same time, uh, still catching them. But, but, uh, I, I will kind of, you know, send it over to you because you, you, uh, I don't think had gotten to talk about Alex Trebek at all this week. No, I, I hadn't. And, um, it, it sucks, man. This really sucks. Like my entire childhood for the most part, involved sitting together with my family my mom and my grandma and we have dinner my mom usually got home around like 6 six thirty, and wheel of fortune and jeopardy were like sit down family dinner time like my my upbringing was very weird we all kind of live it, it i lived poor in the sense that like we lived in a two-story apart, a two-story townhouse, mm-hmm. but we lived all on the first floor and mainly all in the living room. Okay, okay. My grandma slept in the in in the her recliner. My mom slept on the couch, and I slept on the floor until I was about sixteen years old. Okay, 
So like we were a very together family. So like and, I mean, and and I, I'm not I'm not trying to 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 like crack a joke about it, but I I almost think of like the the buckets in in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Pretty much like. Except and it, it didn't sound it like you had because... a deadbeat grandpa that could have gotten out of bed and, and had gone and helped the family, but chose to sit on his ass right. until they got a golden ticket. Right. And like, <laughs> and it's not like we didn't have, like, we had three fully furnished bedrooms upstairs with everything, but we chose to stay downstairs. Hmm. Like, um, and so like we ate all together in the living room. We slept pretty much all together in the same room and, so like dinner time was sitting in front of the TV and playing Wheel of Fortune with my mom and my grandma and playing Jeopardy with my mom and my grandma. And with Alex Trebek gone, that's another piece of my upbringing, my after work at night watch party for the most part. Um not with us anymore. Now I don't know what the heck I'm going to do when Alec, when Pat Sajak or Vanna White pass away or even retire for the most part. Um, but it, it, it sucks, man. Alex Trebek was, um, Alex Trebek was a, a bulwark. He was, he was like a, he was an anchor. Yeah. Just, you, you could rely on him to to be like a, a sense of calm and like even if you didn't watch the show like just following his cancer updates oh dude in the midst of a storm this guy is always in the eye just it's always peace um always positive uh and even seeing like the I, i've gone back and i've watched a lot of the interviews he's done recently uh talking about like how he's going to ha uh when he will know when his last episode is yeah and like how he will address the audience on his last episode it didn't he say like he just wanted like 30 seconds at the end of the he episode was like i'm gonna tell the producers to time out the show to give me 30 seconds at the end unreal and that's it like unreal like no yeah. frills no no nothing just hey guys it's been a good ride. Be good. Be safe. Love each other. And I'll see you down the road. Now, the the big, the, and it's, it's so, it sucks so bad that, like, this is naturally where, like, the state of people, humanity is. But he passes away. And what's the first thought that comes into everyone's mind? 2020 sucks. Who's going to host Jeopardy now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like immediately it's like, well, who's going to replace him? Who's going to? I'm like, time out, man. Right. Let us have his final episodes. Right. We have till now, Christmas Day. Christmas Day. What are the, the best, the best present that Jeopardy could give us? Christmas Day. Let him have it. Also, by the way, any, any golf fans, Dustin Johnson, your 2020 uh, Masters champion. Why? Who are you hoping won? I was hoping Tiger was gonna go back to back. Yeah, he did not have a great day. He was he was in position where if he if he if he could have had like just an absolute banger of a Sunday, uh, but then he got to the par three twelfth and put a ten up on the board. 
Uh, he that's th- going to stop anyone dead that, in his that, tracks. That will, yeah, that would have stopped Dustin Johnson dead in his tracks. What is that? A se- what is that? A, uh, Seven over par. A septuple bogey? Yeah, that was, um, so he put his tee shot in the water. He put his, so, you know, and that happens a lot because that's the one with mm-hmm. the creek right in front of the green. Tee <laughs> shot in the water. Then he put, then he takes his drop, lands the green, but the backspin spins all the way back down the hill into the water. And and you have to remember too, going in the water is it's a an lost, extra stroke. Yeah, so a it's a one shot. in, one out, third shot in, four out. So and then five goes in. T- technically third. Yeah, like five. <laughs> you know, five goes into the bunker. Then he blades out of the bunker across the green into the water. Yeah, then closed out with a ten. So he put a full sleeve of golf balls I into would the have creek. Taken, I would have taken every single freaking club i owned and bent them to an irreparable place over my knee i've uh after that i'd have been like i've had I get new clubs these are cursed i <laughs> I'm, I'm i done. i had a day i had a day on a course a couple years ago uh on a par three where i i put a I put a 12 on the card on a par three because <laughs> it was an i it was an island green and i put four shots into the into the into the water you went four XL on it. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not just. It's not just a T-shirt size. It's a way it's of a, life. It's high, dude. Um, but, but yeah, getting back to like the Jeopardy thing, it's like I'm really, I'm really glad that he was able to get his roses, to get his flowers before he actually passed away. Absolutely, because we're so we're so as a as a society, we're so reactionary to appreciate people while they're in the midst of greatness. We wait until they pass away to acknowledge how great they were. Yeah. We're real quick to call you out for being bad or stupid or dumb. But if you're exceptional, it's very rare that you're even given like the just do that you deserve. Um, and I'm I'm glad that Alex was able to get some of that love before he passed, instead of waiting until afterwards, and everyone then. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, everybody going, oh my god, he was the best. He- and as a dude, he had been married for thirty years to a woman thirty years younger than him. My man. <laughs> My man. <laughs> yeah, and he, he did it. Yeah, he was uh as a as a guy, like he was a legend. A dude, yeah. Yeah, oh, he lived the dream, man. Um for the, for a couple people I saw a, a couple um new people joining on the live feed head to 2 hours 7 minutes 52 seconds on the Survivor Series 1987 uh on the uh the WWE network. Um, and we'll be starting here in just a second. We'll remind everybody that Three Count Thursday via NGSC Sports is brought to you by Arena Eats. Go to arenaeats.app. That's arenaeats.app uh, for all of your for the uh, for the app. And uh, when you're, you know, I know there's some spectators at sporting events right now. Um, hopefully, in the in the new year, we will have more opportunities to get to sporting events, concerts, and and whatnot. And like, you know how those lines are, man. You you. You know, it's it's intermission during the hockey game. You go out to the line. You gotta you gotta make that hard choice. Do I pee or do I get in the food line? 
And if you got to pee real bad, you go to the bathroom, you come back, and that line, you're like, man, I'm never, I'm never getting my food, and I'm not going to see the puck drop to start the next period. Well, guess what, man? If, if the arena you're at uses this app, you can pull up the app while you're standing in the pee line and go, you know what? I want chicken tenders. I want uh, some Frenchy fries. I want a soft pretzel, and I want, I want a couple of cold beers. You take a pee, wash your hands, head back over to the concession stand, go right to the front of the line, go, hey, and grab your food and go, man. That's the way it's going to work. So ArenaEats.app, make sure you are ready for whenever we can get back uh, to these sort of events. Um, but, uh, you know, so, so we are, uh, we are about ready here, guys, to, uh, start. Is everybody timed up? Ready to roll? All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to give us a three, two, one, go, and we will go on go. So three. And it was 207.52. Survivor Series 1987 in three, two, one, go. So we got Andre's big head. Uh, periodically, I'll I'll key up the. Uh, and now here are their oh, the fink. First of all, Jim, do you just want to let your audio run for everybody? Just everybody else turn their audio down so we can hear your audio a bit. Uh, yeah, we can we can do that. I don't know the the copyright ramifications of having the audio Whatever, running man. the whole time. Um, yeah, being Bigelow is a god. I love Bam Bam. Oh. Look at old Ken Patera. What what for what for leather sleeve is he wearing? Is that like an arm brace? He, he had some kind of injury. He didn't typically wear that sleeve. Uh, he had some type of injury, obviously. Uh, but Morocco looks yeah, ready. I don't know that he wore that too much longer. Okay, so this now I saw on the on the camera shot when the Rock was going up. This was pre steel steps these are the wooden steps on the uh, under the side of the apron yeah man i don't know when i don't know when steel steps came to be a thing all i know is that the real rock is don morocco and like y'all better put some res- original put some respect on the rock man like don morocco is a god He's a very he's a very big man. He's my he's my best friend's dad. Between him and Butch Reed, <laughs> the rock, the, the natural, the natural, the, the hack, the original hacksaw, Butch Reed. Yep. There he is. Speaking of Butch Reed, he's there on he the opposite team. So of course, yeah, everybody else comes in, and then we get we get Hogan. Hogan must pose, <laughs> brother. Now. He- you guys realize Don Morocco was not originally a member of this team. It was superstar Billy Graham. Yep. And oh, no, I didn't prior, know. They took Graham out. Yeah, okay. they actually yeah, they took Graham out. He was one of all the promotional. Mm-hmm. Look at the um, look at the headband yeah, tassels on Big Hulk there. <laughs> the tassels yeah, in the eye. That's a great look. Tassels, but hey, it's the 80s. They but had, it's, it, uh, it's one talking... gang and uh, Butch Reed take out, uh, take out Graham. Yeah, that was actually an angle for superstar Billy Graham's retirement. So Billy Graham, Billy Graham had hip issues forever. And they set up this angle where he gets a hold of Slick. And then out comes one man gang and Butch Reed. And one man gang hits the 747 on on, um, superstar like three or four times. 
before eventually he can't go anymore and outruns Don Morocco to make the save. And that's where Don Morocco pretty much takes over everything of superstar Billy Graham. He gets his theme music. He gets yep. pretty much the, the push of superstar Billy Graham and the, the tie dye shirts, the tie dye shirts. And that's when, when Billy Graham comes back, uh, like he's actually his manager for a little bit in a little bit of time. Now I know at WrestleMania four, it's Sir Oliver Humperdinck, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's Dink. Yeah. So, so this is between this is between WrestleMania's three and four, correct? Yes, this is the first Survivor correct. Series between three and four. So it's November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty seven, Richfield uh, Coliseum in Richfield Township, Ohio. Attendance, 21,300. Okay, the tagline was the biggest event since WrestleMania 3. Okay. Uh, is, there, yeah, this, is, is that arena still a thing? I don't know, but yeah, they no, ran like that. Street. is the tagline that people could buy into. <laughs> and it was, this arena is not. This re- arena was um, replaced by the Gund Arena. Okay. Um, in downtown Cleveland. Uh, it is now a... Uh, I think, it, I think it says here is now a converted into a meadow and now is part of the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Nice. So, um, cause they probably, as soon as they built the quick and loans arena, they had no reason for the gun. Yeah. So yeah, I guess the gun's not even a thing anymore. Is it? Let me, let me look at that real well, quick. Because the, the, oh, no, the gun is still a thing. It is the rocket mortgage field house. Oh, then that's, that's where the Cavaliers play. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so did it, Okay, uh, so the gun, the Quick and Loans Arena, was the gun and is now the Rocket Mortgage Field. Okay, so it's just changed names, which yeah. that makes sense. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know where you would find it to be able to build multiple arenas in downtown Cleveland. I don't either, but we're starting off hot and heavy with probably the two best workers in the entire match: Don Morocco and Rick Rude. Quick yeah, tag Morocco to, was. Yo, stop it. <laughs> here's here's uh, not a Mr. Not Wonderful. a bad thing. Mr. Wonderful Paul now, Warner. Now this, this was that. actually Thanksgiving night, correct? This was not correct. Yes. It was Sunday it was Thursday night. Well, and then for Thursday a couple night. of years, didn't Survivor Series did Thanksgiving Eve. I think they started they had moved yep. them to correct. Wednesday night. Yep. Until and then and then it of course had shifted the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So a week from now I is this year's Survivor Series. I couldn't think of an activity I'd want to do Thanksgiving night more than watch professional wrestling, other than maybe do the dishes. <laughs> Ha, ha, uh, what a dick. Got him. What a uh, dick. Well, now, Ryan, with the WWE Network, you can put it on a tablet, and you can put the tablet next to the sink so you can multitask. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, bammer. Jeez. So in one of the one of the promos leading up to this, we said that, that Bam Bam Bigelow threatened to burn the building down, but he's a baby face. So that's – it wasn't just confusing back – it wasn't just confusing now, folks. <laughs> What you got, Mark? Yeah, uh, just I was gonna say the uh, NWA used to run Starcade on Thanksgiving night. So this Survivor Series, WWE did this as direct competition. I don't know that Starcade ran this night or not because then they moved it up to uh, December, made it uh, Starcade more of a Christmas theme type pay per view. So, fun fact: this was actually the same night they ran. Uh, Starcade 87 Chi Town Heat. 
So against, okay. against Survivor Series, it was, um, there was a six-man tag of Eddie Gilbert, Larry Zbysko, and Rick Steiner with Baby Doll against Jimmy Jam Garvin, Michael P.S. Hayes, and Sting. Doot, doot, doot. Uh, for the UWF heavyweight title, it was Dr. Death Steve Williams defending against Barry Windham. We had, this was actually the night of the Skywalkers. This is the night that Jim Cornette dub- did a double blowout on his knees. Oh. oh. Rock and Rolls versus Mint. Mm. Um, oh. Nikita Koloff versus the Cockadoodle Doo Man, Terry Taylor. So Boy. Jim Cornette's going to go double blowout, and he's going to make fun of that backyard guy for going double blowout on his knees. What a goddamn hypocrite. Okay, but Sting, <laughs> like, uh, fake Sting, grasshoppered himself. <laughs> sure and, did. Um, so it's Nikita Koloff versus the Cockadoodle Doo Man in a unification of the NWA and UWF TV titles. For the NWA World Tag Team Championships, the Road Warriors with Paul Ellering uh, took on uh, the Brain Busters, uh, or technically two members of the Four Horsemen, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard with James J. Dillon. And then in a double main event in Steel Cages, uh, Dusty Rhodes defeated Lex Luger to become the NWA United States Heavyweight Champion, Champion, and Ric Flair defeated Rugged Ronnie Garvin in a cage match to be the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. All that went head-to-head with this. With the Survivor Series. Hogan and Group versus Andre and Group. (laughs) And Starcade was booked first. So Starcade was... Survivor Series was booked and created to be competition on the same night. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and pay-per-view companies had to decide one or the other. Yep. And and back in the day with pay-per-view, you guys, you couldn't order on the phone. You couldn't, you actually had to go to the cable place and pick up a box. Yeah, say, yeah, you had to get that box. Yeah, I I remember doing that. folks did have a box you could order, but yeah, you had to physically drive to the, the cable place Monday through Friday, pick up the box and then order it, the pay-per-view. And uh, I'll tell you, back in 87, Hogan against Andre was the biggest thing in wrestling. Right. It was just incredible. And this particular oh. pay-per-view would be one of the first times they would meet since WrestleMania three. So this was a huge deal back then. And Hogan Andre went on for like two years, what I thought. Because like, so to follow the lineage of just the TV um, or the pay-per-views, WrestleMania three. Survivor Series, we have Team uh, Andre versus Team Hulk. WrestleMania 4, well, I'm sorry, the main event, Andre beats Hogan for the WWF Championship, and then Andre sells the title to the Million Dollar Man. Jack Tunney says no dice, vacates the title, and that's when we get the 14-man battle or 14-man tournament at uh, 45's place. Um, uh, um, with Hogan and Andre getting a first round buy. Okay. Um, which sets up Savage's unprecedented run yes. while Million Dollar Man only had to wrestle like one person. Right, to get right, into right. The finals for the most part. 
because he had like a double buy, which was weird. Because he he, fa- he he faced the winner of Hogan Andre, and then he was supposed to face the winner of Bam Bam and somebody else, and that went to like a no contest too. Meanwhile, Hogan or Savage had to fight Butch Reed. Greg Valentine. I know DiBiase in the finals. Yeah, I forget who he, I forget who he faced I in the semis. The third man. Tell you what, like in the early goings of this match, there was a lot of quick tagging going on. Like, it, yeah. it, you know, it, it's very different than how these matches are booked now. And also, like, I forget, like, watching back at these old pay-per-views just how loose the ropes were compared mm-hmm. to now like obviously not a lot of guys are doing like leapy flippies off the top of the off the top rope back in uh back in these days like king kong bundy's not doing these uh <laughs> the these these standing leaps to top rope and also tim by the way um you are walking a mud hole and stomping it dry on me in fantasy football right now jeez because uh, you, you have a Mike Evans touchdown, Keelan Cole, and uh, Ronald – is it Ronald Jones? Yeah, Ronald Jones. Both have nearly 20 points. God. Like, you're just you're, – you're not – you didn't even take me out to oh, dinner and buy me God. wine first. Like, it just – you were just giving – you were just taking taking me out and, and hurting me. God uh. damn it. I'm, I'm just getting my ass kicked everywhere in fantasy today. Um, who uh, you love who to was see? Oliver Humperdinck managing during this time? Bam Bam. Uh, he was Bam Bam's Wow, okay. Yeah, just strictly Bam Bam. Yeah. Yeah, he came in with uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. They did this whole kind of uh, scenario where Bam Bam was coming in. They were trying to find all the managers claimed they were going to bring him in, and then Oliver Humperdinck came out of nowhere with Bam Bam. Yeah, that seems to add up. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what, the one-man gang... <laughs> One man gang's almost as tall as Andre when you see him side Ooh. by side. It's crazy. I think gang gang needs to get out of this match. He's he's a little blowed up right now. Shoot, but Patera's gone. Patera gone. Yeah, he might be going now with Hogan. Which three was I going to? I don't know he, why, he's, but he's on Wikipedia, all of these matches are perfectly timed out to the second, which I can't believe is correct. I think it's all estimations. Like this match is supposed, and it's hilarious because this match is billed at twenty-two minutes. <laughs> um, and if you've ever watched our podcast, you know that 22 holds a special place in all of our hearts. Absolutely. You can but sync saying, up, uh, you can sync up the Undertaker entrance to this, right? <laughs> exactly. Really I hope he has a 22-minute entrance in, next Sunday. <laughs> in three minutes. Ken Patera in eight minutes. So it just seems odd that they just have estimates there. I, I think Gang's about ready to eliminate himself from this match. He's yeah, been in there a long gang. time. That's a big man. Yeah. To be in there for that long. Huge. 450 easy. Yeah. But if you're, so if you're watching along with us and you haven't really, you don't really know late 80s WWF, like you can just tell from this match that steroids are real. (laughs) Well, one, steroids are real, real, but two, the WWE had the highest of high hopes for Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm hmm. Absolutely. They're they're lining, even like not even getting to like near the finish of this match. The partnership yeah. between Hulk and Bam Bam is insane. They just did the double big boot like 30 seconds ago. Yeah. 
when we were doing the opening heat on Rude, Hogan oh, got him with the schoolboy. He beat him with a wrestling. Mr. Hole. Wonderful out. Love yeah, it. It, 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 got, he got the tights though. Don't, he got got a little bit of trunk on there. Yeah. Boy, now it's the five. Song. It's it's four to five, four to three now. Yeah, yeah. Just Rock, Bam, Bam, and Hogan uh, left for Team Hogan. There's a uh, Twitter handle yeah. you guys should follow. It's uh, Rick Rude taking atomic drops. It's just gifs of Rude <laughs> taking great oh, atomic he drops. Did the best. He was great at that. Sure was. Now, so this yeah. is the very. It's the the primitive. It's the Whoa! first. Look at what Hogan getting up off the mat. That was a Harley race. Woo! Yeah, it was. You don't see that a lot out of the Hulkster. God, the Rock is so good. Heck no. All right, so Rude's out. I'll tell you, I'm kind of going back to Ken Patera. Oh, okay, so it's three on three now. Patera, most people probably don't know if you're not a big fan. Uh, Patera's a uh, former Olympic champion as well. He was, I think he had the bronze medal in weightlifting. And Tim, you might remember that if, yep. uh, or know that if I'm correct. Yes, sir. And he had a, a history as a heel, um, specifically against Andre the Giant. Him and uh, Big John Stud cut Andre the Giant's hair when Andre was a fan favorite. So there's a lot of history there. Yes. With Patera. Okay. Okay. Patera is um. actually famously, he trained, he was one of the people who trained alongside uh, Ric Flair with Vern Gagne. Um, when Flair was first getting into wrestling in the mid seventies, so Andre is yet to be in this match, right? We have n- he, uh, well, his Andre bump card his- is small, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Andre. Uh, while we were talking earlier, Andre got the tag to come in, and Hogan accidentally tagged Patera, and Andre walked out. Just- he didn't want anything to do with Patera. He wanted Hogan. Ah, so gotcha. An insult. He turned around and made a tag. To oh, out. I think he tagged it was, him. It was bam, a tease. Bam. So, yeah, Andre hasn't actually. Andre hasn't had any action in the ring yet. Yeah. Because you, you have to remember, too, like, Andre's use as an, uh, a regular attraction starts to dwindle after WrestleMania 3. Okay. Like, WrestleMania sure. 3 is his last yeah. spot. 747 takes out The Rock. And now it's four or three on two. The Hulkster and the Bammer against. Look, look, those are loose ropes. Look, yeah, look at one man. He's uh, he's about to uh, King Hippo yeah. himself into those ropes. <laughs> yeah, ropes are super, Actually, are super loose. When, but... uh, the one man gang. The gang, at, when he was a team, the African Dream later on. He actually fell through the ropes trying to bounce off him, I think, to drop a leg or something on Machi. Oh, man. Rocker, he fell through the ropes. Was, wasn't it Rockers <laughs> versus Twin Towers, or was that uh, Mega Powers versus Twin oh, Towers? you know what? You might be right. That may have been the Rockers and the Twin Towers. They had a feud. He, like, goes but, back to uh, hit the ropes. Yeah, he goes back to hit the ropes. They went right through. And, like... The top half of his body slips under the top rope. Oh no! And he sure just goes ass over yep. tea kettle. Can yeah. we? Hilarious. Can we, as the as the yeah. as the four fattest members of Three Count Thursday, just have a moment of appreciation for the athleticism that was Bam Bam Bigelow, though? Amen. Man, unreal. Like he he's like Chris Farley, but with a tattooed head. I mean, it's yeah. it, it really <laughs> is crazy. I remember. 
was it the first re- like the first WWF game for regular Nintendo with like the little bouncy like power up things? But like oh, yeah. you could do the cartwheels with uh, with Bam Bam in that game. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. But uh, yeah, so now this I, I forgot that the Survivor Series logo that that I know and love from from like the early '90s was not the original. This one a little bit a little bit different. Uh, and it was set, you can see it on the apron there with like the purple, uh, with the purple and red. And it's also weird, you know, with everything that we're used to now, seeing just the blue apron, but then having like the, I call them like the indie sponsor ad, like pay-per-view logo, like, you know, in the middle, centered middle of the apron, um, as opposed to just, you know, like, like printing the actual, the, the, the events apron separately, um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know if I like this original logo. Nice elbow there from uh, from Ganger. But yeah, Gang. Imagine how hot what do you a... think Bam Bam? Good. How hot do you think Bam Bam is wearing that practically a full body suit wrestling at 400 plus? It's got to be. It's got to be a little toasty in there. Terrible. Well, he, oh, and he practically had this same gear for his duration as a, a wrestler too. Like, yeah. Now is this is this after Japan Bam Bam? No, I don't think so. I think. Okay. Well, yeah. So hold on. Um, he was. This is during Japan Bam Bam, or no? Uh, he did tours. Um, but I think during his time in WWF, he wasn't going to New Japan. Okay. Um, even though he debuted, yeah, he debuted in New Japan in Japan in January of '87, and then debuted in WWF in May. But once Bam Bam left in July of '88 because he got so much heat being pushed mm. as a rookie that Andre took liberties with him at Madison Square Garden, which caused Bam Bam to take his shit and leave. Oh, so here's Andre. Oop. And there we go. Now we're now we're in the money. Now we're here. Now we're in the money. This, yep. this is what everybody pays to see. Yes. And man, what's But going back to like a point earlier, Andre and Hogan go as a, a feud until Survivor Series or SummerSlam '88. Okay, wow. Because that, isn't that Mega? Her. Isn't Mega Powers Mega Bucks? Yeah, yes, that would be correct. The following '88 Survivor Series, I think they had was it Jake Roberts and Andre were in a feud at that point. Yeah, I think so. Let me look. Survivor Series '88. That's when we determined Andre was definitely. Oh no! Yeah, Andre wasn't even. Or Andre, yeah, it was Team Andre versus Team Jake. Okay. So Bundy had Bundy had pulled the uh, the the feet out of Hogan. Hogan slamming the gang on the on the concrete. Yep. Count out Bundy. Bundy and Hogan. So he's gonna. So Hogan can't eat a pin here, right? Is that what we're hearing? That, that's yeah. what that's what it's looking like to me. Yep, there it is. Hogan yes, counted out. Oh man, that makes sense. 
Could you imagine that now? Yeah. I, let's, yeah. I, we 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 finally get the. Let's get an eighty seven for Hogan too. Every for Hogan, the more or less be out of the main event. That's a. Every, everybody paid deal. paid their hard earned money to see Hogan and Andre back in the ring together. Hashtag not watching Raw tomorrow. Hashtag canceled yeah. WWE Network. <laughs> yeah, Twitter was a thing at 87. It would have blown up over there. And, and it makes sense. Like, hold the on, hold on. just do this. They don't like it. And it probably put more heat on Bam Bam because he's, he's in there now against these three guys. Uh, boy, uh, yeah. So Hogan gets Hogan gets eliminated by countout with an with a non-legal member of Andre's team on the outside, leaving Bam Bam to go three on one, three on one against King Kong Bundy, one man gang, and Andre the Giant. You can't tell me that Bam Bam Bigelow wasn't going to be the next money printing machine. Yeah, I was going to say, man, that that's that's a big oh. spot. I mean, it's the main event of the first one of the pay per view. So yeah. that if if you if you miss if they missed the stipulation, if if Hogan didn't leave, he had to give the belt to Andre's team because he was the champ at the time. Like or the bout. The bout. The bout. Oh, I thought they said the belt. Okay. No, they would have had to. Basically, it would have been a forfeit, and Bam Bam would have lost. Gotcha. So he had to so get Hogan out. Hogan leaves, and puts Bam Bam in this. I love the standing, falling headbutt by Bam Bam. Yeah, it's such it's a, a great move. It's a Harley Race move, man. Love it. Standing drop kick by a four hundred pound man. Standing drop kick. That's unreal. Scooping the legs. Too. That man can move. Yeah, they're like I mean, they had their big boys, but a lot of them a lot of them could go. And they you know, they were they were athletic. I mean, I'm sitting here going, there's no way I could do half this shit. <laughs> I mean, I definitely remember King Kong Bundy older and bigger and slower than this. Oh, sure. Like that's the Bundy I remember. All right, so Bundy's eliminated. Now, with that an was impressive shirt. An impressive slingshot splash. Right? Bammer He's got to went. Clear his legs and everything over those ropes. Yeah. That's unreal. And we're 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 fifteen minutes. We're sixteen minutes into this match. I mean, I know Bam Bam's not been in for sixteen minutes, but still, he has been like a featured portion of the match yeah. for the most part. Like he he eliminated. He was responsible for eliminating Rick Rude. Yeah. The only person he didn't eliminate was Butch Reed. Butch Reed. Yeah. Crazy. He gets the kick out. So how how painful would it be to get the tattoos on your head? <laughs> oh, with uh, you couldn't pay me enough. No. Nope. No. I want nothing to do with that. Like I mean, I got the one on my leg, and I actually found it pretty therapeutic down there. There's a lot of meat down there. But like the head, nah, man, I ain't here for that. I ain't here for that. Who's, who do you guys? Who do you think's the best big man in the WWE right now? Oh, it's so that's, tough. It's so tough because like, even I think I just like this. To find Bam Bam best, like three ninety. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think Bray Wyatt 
comes close to that, does he? No. No. I mean, even at Bray's heaviest, he wasn't three. Like, I mean, Otis. Bray's built at three eighty five or two eighty five. Yeah. And that's what Bray's built at. Build I mean, at. I, I would Otis maybe. What's Otis built at? But, so here's the question. Big man is such a vague right. wrestling term. Does big man mean big man or does big man mean tall man? I mean, we're, we're talking about like Bam Bam Bigelow and his abilities. And we're not impressed because he's a tall guy. Keith Lee. The, the guy. The guy okay. Yeah. Lee. Yeah, that's fair. Lee, Lee Lee's probably the um, best. So one man gang's gone. So we're down to we're down to Andre and Bam Bam. I have a feeling this one this is going to be a relatively relatively quick finish because <laughs> we're down we're down to Andre. Uh, but Otis is built at three fifty. Three fifty, yeah. But I I would I would probably put Keith Lee like I mean Otis is Otis is fun, but like I don't know that he's a great worker. Um. Oh, so Bam Bam's just not going to get any offense in here, right? Nah. Doesn't look like it. Nah. And, uh, you know, another thing watching these older pay-per-views that I forgot, too, is, like, the the ring post used to be, like, cut off right at the top. Like, right at the top of the top rope. There was no excess post that we're used to now. It's a very indie, oh. uh, indie ring. And I mean, like the only the only other big man to your question, Ryan, that I that I could somewhat argue would be Braun. But especially now, he's more tall than big. When he first came in, he was big and tall. You think Bam Bam was really three ninety, or was that just so? There it is. There's the sole survivor. Ah, now here comes Hulk. In here, you knew that was gonna happen. Wham! Right in the button. Oh. What a sell! Look at the sell! Look at it. stumbling. He's stumbling. He's stumbling. The big man's down. <laughs> Gorilla and Jesse. That was a, the, one of the best. Oh. One of the best commentary teams. A lot of people's favorite. Now we got you know. So we're we're. Uh, Seven minutes till the end of the pay-per-view. I assume it's Hogan's just going to pose for seven minutes. <laughs> Hogan must pose, right? send the Fans are way happy. Like, only, Boy, in w- only in the WWF Fantastic. now could Hulk Hogan lose outright and win. Right. It's his music playing... He is standing tall and victorious in the ring, fighting off all of the bad guys. Bobby Heenan keeping people at bay, and yet the Hulkster's like, nah, I me, want- son. <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, for real, man. Like, And the, and the yeah, people ate it up. Like, he did too. Nowadays, it'd be, oh, he, you know, he, there, there's Hogan burying the other guys. You know, oh, this is just yep. like it. Yeah, it's it, it's it's funny to watch how things were how were done back then. So yeah, here's here we go. Hogan still in the ring, the non-victorious, victorious. 
Yeah, the Hogan 87 title. Yeah, so what, Winged Eagle came in at, was that at WrestleMania 4? Or was that so before WrestleMania winged, 4? The Winged Eagle was actually created, I think, right after, right after Andre beat Hulk. Okay. I got gotcha. you. There it is, giving the fans exactly what they want. There is five minutes. There are five minutes left on this paper. Yeah, I'm curious. Like, is it is it literally just him posing for the next five, or does are they going to go yes. back to Heenan no. and Andre getting all pissed in the back? No. Uh, they, they might have maybe Jesse and Agrila standing there to close it up, and it's probably all Hogan. Yeah, look at look at the sign right behind Hogan's left shoulder. Now his right shoulder. Whack. Whack. <laughs> Man, that is great. Little did you know that 20, 30 years, 40 years later, whack would be the right word to describe Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that man was doing time travel. Is doing to, uh, he actually has got his DeLorean parked in the back. Shout out to the uh, the camera crew wearing the jumpsuits. Oh, I love the jumpsuits. Oh, that was great. Oh, yeah, now we got to go. Am I going to go over here? 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 Man, they just fucking played this shit up so big, didn't they? Yeah, they there they it is. It the, Hulk, the Hulk swim. When he would swim to the crowd. Man. There we go. Side to side. I I'm going to go over here. I liked Hulk Hogan, man. How could you oh, they are going back. I had nothing. I had nothing else. There was nothing else. Right. But then my hero comes. That's right. Oh, here oh, we go. We so now we got. Oh, there's Gene. Gene uh, Mean. We do have a little. Is this Andre in here? What's going on? Let's get. Let's track it. 240.53 here. Still posing. He's still posing. Yeah. What an odd juxtaposition. Hogan celebrating. Meanwhile, the heel team celebrating their victory and saying you can have us whenever. It's just such a weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's strange. It's, just, it's not. Yeah. yeah, that's odd. I also love the magic marker backdrop behind Mean Gene during that promo. <laughs> by the way, it's like uh, <laughs> like everybody's kids drew the Survivor Series. Yeah, good. Good paint paint by numbers. Color kids. by number. Yep. <laughs> there's there's Monsoon and Ventura. 
What a happening this has been here at the World Wrestling Federation Survivor Series. And I'm leaving Cleveland. Oh, I'm happy about that. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, now you got the montage. But it's a photo montage. Oh, look at, look at Hacksaw. I got a, a Jimmy Hart. A.K.A. Hogan's weed holder. Four megapixel, five megapixel, maybe? Two, maybe. Something like that. Today was his, uh, would, would be his birthday today. The Macho Man. Oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Same picture of Sherry twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's the same uh, We're showing the same spot, monkey yeah. foot. Yeah. yeah, there it is. The women wrestled uh, twice. Oh, there he <laughs> There's a repeater. Yeah, that whole that whole women's match was a repeater. Oh, Nikolai. Can we go back and do a watch along of just Nikolai Volkov singing the Russian national? Oh my God. I I hope so. Oh, so is that some killer bees action? Okay, now we're montage the main event. The uh, the tag team uh, Survivor Series match that was right before the one that we watched um, had more managers, I think, ringside than they did uh, competitors. <laughs> I bet. It, it, yeah, it was bad. Every yeah. every team. So many competitors on the ring too. What was it? Bobby Heenan, Mr. Fuji, Johnny Valiant, Slick, and Jimmy Hart was just on one side of the team. Jeez, yeah. um. There's no need to have right. that. Good lord! What ringside. what was it? AEW. <laughs> All right, so there it uh, there it was. That was a fun little match, though. Yeah, that. I don't I don't know that I ever oh, actually man. watched that. Uh, good memories. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it either. I'm glad I'm glad we picked that one. Yeah, I figured you know we went back and watched the uh, the first Hell in a Cell the other month, so why not jump back and go all the way back to the uh, the first uh, Survivor Series? So, um. Guys, this Thursday night, uh, we will be predicting next Sunday's uh, Survivor Series. I'm going to try to uh, to get Brittany back on with us as she uh, normally joins along with the uh, with the predictions. But uh, anybody got any any other thoughts? Anything to add here before we uh, shut this thing down and get back to our uh, football and whatever else we do on a Sunday afternoon? I'm about ready to record some uh, final wrestling plays here. Aha! Uh-huh. Wait, is this week a new season or is this a finale? It's the season finale. Uh-huh. We're covering TNA wrestling. Uh-huh. We're watching. Uh-huh. We're, we're covering Destination X 2008. Uh, boys, if you need the uh, Impact Plus login, just hit me up. I got you. I, uh, I might take you up I did. Uh, I did. Enjoy last week's watch-alongs, and I even saw a uh, a youthful Tim and Marcus uh, in the crowd. I was able you to. You know, spot. I've come a long way, <laughs> or a wide way, either way, however you want to say. But uh, all right, we will. Uh, we thank everyone for uh, who uh, joined in with us here on a Sunday afternoon. But make sure you uh, stick with us and tune in to Three Count Thursday live on Thursday night, eight thirty Eastern Time, Facebook dot com slash three count thursday until then stay safe stay smart and go for the pin three count thursday is sponsored by arena eats log on to the website arena eats dot app 
That's arenaeats.app for the ultimate fan experience. At your favorite sports venue, Arena Eats mobile app, pre-order, express pickup, and in-seat delivery. How do you place your order? <laughs> 